Hey everybody, you're listening to Esther and Jeff. This is episode 10. All about when things don't go your way. (laughs) We didn't have a podcast last week because things didn't go our way. (laughs) (laughs) This might be our first fairly negative podcast, I think. All negative. Yeah. (laughs) We went on a trip and besides our family and friends, everything else was terrible. Yeah, it was... The way that I explained it to my supervisor this morning when she asked me about it was it was an utter waste of PTO. It wasn't because we saw friends and family and we loved that and like we were so thankful for it. Yeah, and by the way, to our friends and family that we saw, thank you for like changing your plans for us. But man, was that a terrible trip. Yeah, it was awful. Uh, So let's, before we get into it, let's talk about why we're going to Florida. Um, So we are recently married and our second party celebrating the marriage was in Jacksonville, Florida. Where Esther's family lives. Where my family lives. It was actually at my parents' house, and it was scheduled to be last Saturday afternoon. No, the Saturday before that. We didn't record last week. Oh, yeah. The Saturday before. <laughs> yes. Oh, look at that. Things are still not going our way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what was... Our first obstacle, Jeffrey. Our first obstacle was everything with the airline. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so Friday, which would have been August 3rd. We should really look at the dates. It was August 2nd. It was August 3rd. Oh, it was August 3rd. Yeah, Friday, August 3rd, we worked a half day from work, and we had plans to catch a 5 o'clock flight from Buffalo to Boston, and then from Boston down to Jacksonville. We'd be in Jacksonville around 10 o'clock at night. Pretty standard Flight times, uh, for us, we like to fly in the evenings. It's a little less chaotic. Our first flight to leave from Buffalo to Boston got delayed before we got to the airport. But in the email that said it was delayed an hour, said, please still come to the airport on time. Things can change at any moment. So we got to the airport at like 2.30, maybe 3 o'clock. Yeah. For a flight that was supposed to leave at 5. Yeah, so we got that first email at about 2.30 saying it was delayed an hour. And every, like, 10 to 20 minutes for the next seven hours, we got another email saying that it was delayed even more. Yeah, and they'd be like, well, it's delayed 15 minutes. Now it's delayed a half hour. Now it's delayed 20 more minutes. And it's none of it was done in a good way. Yeah, so by the time we got that last email... Um, it said that our arrival into Jacksonville was going to be like 5.30 the next morning. Yeah, so every time the first flight got delayed, the second flight was getting delayed. Uh, The reason being, the flight from Boston to Jacksonville was on the same airplane as the flight from Buffalo to Boston, so we wouldn't have to leave the airplane. Um, But there were a lot of issues. Uh, So first, we the Buffalo airport was was really crowded, probably the most crowded we've ever seen on that Friday. Um, a lot of other flights were getting delayed. Nothing was really getting canceled, but a lot of flights were getting delayed. Yeah. Out of we... other airlines, too. It wasn't just JetBlue, by the way. If you like JetBlue, you might want to turn this podcast off because we have nothing but terrible things to say about <laughs> JetBlue. I think we've flown JetBlue before and they didn't give us any issues. But, but this, this trip? This trip was just so astronomically terrible yeah. that we may never fly them again. And before people like jump to conclusions and be like, oh, well, JetBlue doesn't control the weather and all that kind of stuff. It's the way they handled things that really gave us a hard time and not so much 
what had been done. You know, you can really live with delays and, and cancellations if you get the proper notice. But JetBlue did everything in their power to make a bad situation worse. <laughs> Honestly. Um, yeah, but so when we were sitting in the airport we did see that like you know the screen that shows you all of the flights that are leaving and coming yeah. like all of them were delayed yeah so there were there was weather patterns uh we obviously we can't be mad that there were weather issues across the coast i guess new york city and boston on that day were getting pretty big thunderstorms and yeah. somewhere in the middle of the country i don't know if it's dc or something they said there were tornado warnings but the funny thing is in buffalo it was a sunny day yeah it was beautiful outside and in jacksonville it was rainy but it's florida and it rains every day right no, so. nothing out of the ordinary just normal rain in florida yeah so our flight was delayed for about seven hours around 10 10 30 <sighs> about seven hours well i think you're skipping ahead a little bit okay continue okay yeah so around eight o'clock at night after our flights have been delayed a lot oh. they bring out some pizza from lenova pizza in buffalo Lenovo Pizza either has great pizza or terrible pizza. It's one of those places where sometimes it's fantastic, sometimes it's the best pizza in Buffalo, and sometimes it's the worst pizza in Buffalo. But they bring this pizza out around 8 o'clock, and then they leave it out for about 30 to 40 minutes just sitting there <laughs> with a person guarding it, but it's just sitting there getting cold. And then they decide to serve it to us, but then they're yelling, this is for the Boston people, this is for the New York people, this is for the... Uh, I think New York City people, and it's like, just even in, just even them handing out pizza to us because we've been sitting there for five hours. I think those, they couldn't even do that right. I think the employees just like didn't really know what to do. Yeah. Like they were walking around with this like cart full of pizza, which we like, obviously all saw, and we all knew it was coming to us because yeah. we'd been delayed for five hours. But they like brought it out, and then they turned around and like walked it away. And then they turned around and brought it back, and then it, like, sat in one spot for a while, and then they wheeled it over to another spot, and, like, it it just felt like nobody knew what was going on. Like, they, they had the, like, they went out of their way to buy his pizza, which they didn't have to do, but then just, instead of just putting a bunch of slices on, pi on pieces of, you know, plates, <laughs> yeah. pieces of plates... <laughs> Instead of putting the pizzas just on plates and then saying, all right, come on up and grab them, because they had so many. They had, like, six giant sheets of pizza, for, which is way too much for the amount of people that were there. Yeah. And uh, instead of just letting people come and grab the pizza, they're, like, yelling, like, this is only for this people, and then this part of the pizza is for that people. And, like, I, I don't know. It's just everything felt rushed but also delayed. Like, everything was just a mess. I think it was just really disorganized. Yeah. And I can see... Their management must not know what they're doing. I could see what they were thinking, because the people who were trying to fly into New York City had been waiting there since that morning. Yeah. Like, so, like, obviously they would want them to get their food first before, like, the rest of us who had shown up, like, a couple of hours later. And, the, like, the... There was another Boston flight that was leaving at 8. And so they had those, just showed up. Those people just showed up. Yeah. And they were still like, oh, well, can I get a slice of pizza? Right. <laughs> So I can see what they were thinking, but yeah, it was just... The execution was terrible. Yeah, it came across badly. And then people were going up to the ladies that were handing out pizza and yelling at them, what's wrong with our flights? First of all, like, okay, we're going to complain about the airline a lot in this episode, but let's take a sidetrack and complain about 
other people traveling. So if you're upset, if you're mad, if something is not going your way, the worst thing you could possibly do is yell at somebody else when it's not under their control. If you're yelling at the ticket agent, if you're yelling at the guy who handles baggage, if you're yelling at the security guard, if you're yelling at anybody because of something else that they can't control, what is your end goal? Because you yelling at them is not going to get you anywhere. In fact, it's going to put you back even more. Yeah, definitely. And people just don't get that. A lot of people from New York City and Boston on those flights were really angry. And I don't know if it's like a city thing. Well, I, th- I feel like it's just, like, a, a, a respect thing. Yeah. Like, you do not, like, yell in the face of somebody that you respect. Like, these people obviously were like, you are an employee of this airline, therefore you're below me. Yeah. And that's just ridiculous. That's rude. It's trashy. Mm-hmm. Like, don't do that. Just garbage. So, back to the fun story. <laughs> uh, so, after that, around 10 o'clock at night, an airplane comes in. We've been sitting there for five hours. An airplane shows up. JetBlue has two terminals in Buffalo. Only two terminals. They're right next to each other. So a JetBlue airplane shows up. And, of course, everybody who's been waiting for five hours is now very excited because it has to be us. The New York City plane has already been canceled. They've already gone home. We are the longest. We're like the survivors, right? We're the longest waiting patrons. This is us. No. This is a flight going to Boston but it's for the 8 o'clock people. The people who have been waiting for two hours get to go on this airplane, but the people waiting for five hours do not get to go on this airplane. I've had it explained to me a couple of times, and I still think it's terrible logic. If there is an airplane going from Buffalo to Boston, regardless of the flight crew, if your flight comes in, it should be who has, whoever's been waiting the longest. It should not just be, well, that's the airplane that was supposed to go. No, I don't agree with that. But, but... What if- are they doing? You're just asking for so much anger. At that point, I get upset, but I never take it out on anybody. But at that point, if I were even the least bit of an aggressive person, I would have just went off the deep end. I've been waiting for five hours. My flight's been canceled for five or delayed for five hours. And you're telling me that these other people who've only waited two hours that are going to the same destination get to go before me? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, it was it was actually seven hours and four hours. So we, <laughs> just like to clarify, but, yeah. but no, I understand because our flight was supposed to end in Jacksonville. So the flight crew that we had, essentially their home base is Jacksonville. So yes, our flight like should be the one to go there, not some flight that's ending in Boston. So I agree with them when they say that they can't just like ship us all off to Jacksonville. But, but- here's, here <laughs> is where you cannot side with them. At this point, I'm on the phone with customer service because there's no one to talk to at the airport. Everybody at the airport is getting yelled at currently by some rude people. And by the way, man, woman, no matter what kind of origins you have, young, old, everybody can be nasty at the airport. Let me tell you, I saw some people that you would think are saints when you first look at them, but then they were pointing their fingers, throwing bags at people, yelling and screaming. People at the airport are just different humans. Well, it's just, you can't be in limbo for that long without, like, some Information. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So people were just going crazy. 
And, and I mean, I could feel it myself. Like, when they brought out the pizza, I was like, I don't want that freaking pizza. Like, yeah, we just want answers. Yeah. You know, it's like, you're just sitting there waiting for nothing, essentially. So finally, around, what, 11, 11.30, I'm on the phone. 11, 11.30 at night, I'm on the phone. Our flight is still supposed to take off from Buffalo at 12.30 in the morning. It's going to get to Jacksonville, at, or sorry, Boston at 2 in the morning. It's going to get to Jacksonville at 6 in the morning. This is literally what our phone is telling us. Yeah, yeah. you're still going to get there. You're going to get there at 6 in the morning. And in all honesty, uh, around 11 o'clock at night, we were okay with that. We were just like, yeah, fine, we'll sleep fine. on the airplane. We'll still get to Jacksonville. We'll still get to our own party. So around 11, 11.30, I'm talking on customer service and I'm saying, hey, I'm really worried that we're going to fly to Boston and the flight's going to get canceled from Boston to Jacksonville. So I just want to hear on the phone that that flight is either A, not going to be canceled or B, it's going to be canceled and I should do something else. So I'm, I'm trying to get ahead of the situation. We're in a bad situation. We've been at the airport for seven hours. I'm just trying to figure out a way to get us to a party, which starts at one o'clock in the afternoon on the next day. Well, the customer service agent is super nice on the phone. You know, I told her it's a wedding reception that we're going to. It's our wedding reception. I told her our scenario. I told her we've been kind of stuck in limbo at the airport for seven hours. We just kind of want to know what's going on. And I'm asking her, should I get on this flight to Buffalo to Boston? And she's telling me, I can't tell you not to. You know, like she can't tell me not to if the airplane still says it's going to fly there. And then right as I'm about to hang up, she goes, I got some bad news for you. Your flight from Boston to Jacksonville got canceled. So I got, I kind of go into panic mode and we try to figure out what to do because now they're, t- they're still telling us at the Buffalo airport to get on the flight to Boston. But why would we go to Boston when now there's no flight to Jacksonville? Well, and you asked the lady on the phone if there were any flights out of Boston in the morning so yeah. that we could still make our party in the afternoon. Right, so let's say there was a 6 a.m. or 8 a.m. Yeah. flight. and she said no, there was nothing leaving until Sunday. Nothing leaving Boston till Sunday in Florida. Yeah, so at that point, we were just trying to get anywhere in the South. Anywhere that we could get to, that we could drive, yeah. however long it took us so to Jacksonville, I'm turning Florida. Into, I'm turning into crazy man, calling, call, or talking to this agent, asking anywhere we can go. Um, can I fly out of Rochester? Can I fly out of Pittsburgh? Can I fly to Orlando? Can I fly to Tampa? Can I fly to Miami? Can I fly to Atlanta? I don't care. Fly me to Atlanta. I'll drive the rest <laughs> of the way. So... She basically tells me there's not much I can do for you. And I tell her on the phone, should I get on this flight to Boston? And she goes, I can't tell you not to. And I go, well, I don't think I should. And she goes, well, personally, I don't think you should either. She finally kind of cracked and said, personally, you probably shouldn't get on that flight. So I panic and I kind of run to all these other terminals. I run over to Delta. I ran over to Southwest. I'm asking them, are there any flights? Are there any flights? There's no flights. There's no flights. So we are defeated. I mean, this is the most defeated I've felt at an airport probably ever. We've been waiting for seven and a half hours. It's after midnight. Well, no, we've been waiting for like nine hours at that point. Yeah, like nine hours. It's after midnight. We're exhausted. Just absolutely exhausted. Um, But I tell Esther, hey, I'm going to go up to the ticket agent one more time. I go up to the ticket agent. She goes, oh, there you are, guy in the gray shirt. And I said, huh? She goes, hey, I got you a seat on that earlier flight, but I couldn't find you. Because I walked away because I was having, like, anxiety and I was on the phone. She goes, well, I got you a flight on that earlier. 
I got you a seat on the earlier flight. And I go, oh, well, thank you, but um, it's a good thing I didn't get on that because my second flight got canceled to Florida. And she goes, oh, where are you trying to go? And I told her the whole thing. This lady went out of her way to help us because I was nice to her earlier in the day when people were yelling at her. I was waiting patiently and I was telling her like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sure you're having a bad day working this. You know, I kind of tried to bond with her telling her like, yeah, I used to work at the theme parks and anytime things would get ruined, people would tell me it ruined their vacation and blah, blah, blah. And I go, people have probably told you they've, you've ruined their vacation. And she goes, yeah, and laughed about it. So, so I tell her, I'm willing to go anywhere in the South. Can you fly me to Orlando or Tampa or Miami or Atlanta? And she goes, Atlanta? Do you realize how far Atlanta is from Jacksonville? And I go, I am crazy right now. I will fly anywhere. Fly me to, I don't even know, fly me to Memphis. I'll drive from there. I don't care. Just get me to the South. Because at this point, we've waited nine hours. If they would have told us nine hours ago the flight was canceled, I could have been nine hours down to Florida. I could yeah. have driven half the way, halfway to Jacksonville. Driven. And that's what the frustrating part was, was that, like, Buffalo to Jacksonville is a 22-hour drive. Like, Well, we could probably make it quicker. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. 20, 20 hours. 20-ish hours. Yeah. And... The frustrating thing was that we had waited for so long that we, there was we literally... We wasted 10 hours. There was literally no other option. We uh-huh. had to fly or we just weren't going to get there that weekend. Yeah. So, like, yes, if they had canceled it in the morning, then we would have just driven. If they would have canceled in the fine. afternoon, we could have driven. Yeah. Or we could have driven to Baltimore and then gotten on a flight from Baltimore or yeah. driven to wherever and gotten on a flight there. But the fact that they kept us waiting for 9, 10 yeah. hours was just, like soul crushing soul crushing anyway so this girl was so sweet and was able to book us on a flight to orlando and like seriously she was getting so much crap from so many people like there's no way she's making above like minimum wage like Uh, i I think they do a flight crew like no yeah no i would have walked out i would have been like uh you don't pay me nearly enough to deal with any of this Mm. um anyway so the next day our flight didn't leave until like 4.30. 4.30 p.m. So we, at this point, we've gone home. We're defeated. We've called Esther's family. We've called our friends. We told our friends to not go to Jacksonville. We're not going to make our own party. We're going to land now in Orlando, not Jacksonville, at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. So our new plan is instead of going straight to Jacksonville, we'll stay the night in Orlando We'll see some friends, and then we'll take a train from Jacksonville to Orlando on Sunday. Okay, we missed our own party. We've lived with that. The flight on Sunday, which is a direct flight from Buffalo to Orlando, got delayed an hour. Saturday. On Saturday. Got delayed an hour, but it took off. Direct flights are the best. (laughs) Best way to go. Don't take layovers. Don't listen to them. Layovers may be cheaper, but so many variables come into play when it comes to layovers. We, if there would have been a direct flight from Buffalo to Jacksonville, I guarantee you it would have taken off on time from Buffalo. Yeah. There were bad, there was bad weather in New York City and Boston, and I think Baltimore, and it clogged up everywhere. Our layover was in Boston, which totally hurt us, so that way we couldn't get to Florida. But if we were flying direct to Florida on Friday, we would have been fine. Yeah, so when we got the first email at like 11 a.m. saying that our flight was delayed, we were like prepared for the worst. I think we just assumed it was going to be the same, but it wasn't, Yeah, luckily. Thank God. When we got on the airplane, it felt like a victory. Yeah, 
So we were just so excited to like have a plane. We're like, oh my gosh, we have a plane. Yeah. And then to be on the plane and to like take off. We're like, oh my gosh, we're actually going to make it there. Yeah, we're actually going to be in Florida. Yeah. So we got to Florida like, or we get to Orlando like an hour late, which yeah. stinks. But we meet up with our friends at a bar and yeah. like hang out. We went, we're, we're in Mills 50 in Orlando. If we ever yeah. do another Orlando episode, <laughs> which we still have to do part two. Um, we got to talk about that area a lot. But we went out, saw all of our friends. It was great. We got a group pick, you know, put that on Instagram. Uh, it turned out to be a good night, albeit short. It was a mm-hmm. short night, even though we stayed out till two in the morning. It was short. Sunday, we got to spend some time in the morning and the early afternoon with our friends. We got to play some board games. Uh, we got to go to Tijuana Flats, one of them, probably my favorite place in Orlando. Um, we got to go to Tijuana Flats and get some food. Then we took an Amtrak train from Orlando to Tampa. Now, I haven't been on Amtrak since I was a small child. I took the auto train when I was a little kid from Florida to Virginia. When we were moving from Florida to Maryland, we had everything we owned in our car, and we stuck the car on the train and took the train. It was a great experience. I remember loving it. I love trains. I love... Everything about trains are cool. You know, trains are much more um, exciting to me than, like, airline travel or car travel. So this is my first time on an Amtrak in a long time. Esther had been on an Amtrak uh, about a year back from Buffalo to Rochester that she enjoyed. And we get on the train from Orlando. A lot of people were getting on in Orlando, by the way. I know Orlando's like a really busy destination, but we weren't even expecting the train to be busy. The train was full. Yeah. Every seat on the train was full. We get on the train, big empty, or a big empty, big uh, wide seats with a ton of space. God, the train is so like if you're if you're looking to travel, um, I don't know, maybe ten hours or less, and you and you don't want to travel by car, travel by train. Such yeah. a great experience. It um, is really great, and you you just have so much more legroom, and your seats recline like way farther back. Yeah, than an and if you want to stand up, you can stand up. Yeah, and there's like a little like there's a cafe car, so you can go get food if you want. Yeah. And there, I believe the Amtrak trains have like lounge cars too. Or... They have Wi-Fi. They have out electrical outlets. We're we're plugging in or switching our cell phones while we're using them. Yeah. Everything about the Amtrak was convenient. It was clean. It didn't smell bad. There was a baby in front of us. Even the baby wasn't making sounds. <laughs> like it was such a good experience for twenty minutes. So the reason that I said we should get a train is because my brother was offering to come pick us up, but my brother lives in Jacksonville, so then he'd have to drive three hours down, pick us up, and then drive the three hours back, and like that's That's a lot to ask. That was just ridiculous. So I was like, no, we'll get a train, it'll be fine, and like 20 minutes outside of Orlando, after we're like going and like happy, having a great time... There's a freight train that's broken down on the track. We can't get around it. It's going to be a two and a half hour wait. Yeah. But, what? <laughs> right. Like, uh, at this point, me and us are laughing. Nothing. <laughs> it's like the world is telling us you weren't supposed to go to Jacksonville. Yeah. And my brother made that joke because I told him, I was like, hey, our train's going to be delayed two and a half hours. We won't be there until like two in the, two morning. In the morning. Yeah. And he was like, is this a joke? Are you guys going to die in Jacksonville or something? And it really did feel that way. Yeah. It felt like... It felt like the world was telling us, why are you going there? Yeah, it felt like 
when you're watching one of those movies where everything goes wrong and they should have just listened to the universe, but instead they pressed on and then they were killed. Like, it felt that way. Has anyone seen Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? One of my favorite <laughs> movies. Me and my dad watched this movie about 10,000 times when I was a little kid. That was us. That was us. We were planes, <laughs> trains, and automobiles. Literally, planes, trains, and automobiles. It took us to get to where we were going. Yeah. So it was nice because they did tell us, like... It's going to be a two and a half hour minimum wait mm-hmm. until we can get a new engine from um, Sanford, Sanford up to, re- to this freight train. Yeah, to replace the engine on the freight train. By the way, they get they moved the train. It took exactly two and a half hours. Yeah. And nobody was mad. You want to know why JetBlue, <laughs> nobody was mad at Amtrak? Because Amtrak was very open about what was going on. They told us, a train broke down. It's going to take two and a half hours. And guess what? The train broke down, and it took two and a half hours. If JetBlue <laughs> calling you out again was honest, they could have been like, we're having bad weather. Your flight is going to be delayed a very long time, and there's a very likely possibility it will be canceled. We would have been in Florida and avoided all of this. So yeah. you know what? People out there are going to sympathize with JetBlue, and they're going to say, oh, well, you can't control the weather, blah, blah, blah. You're right. They can't control the weather, but they can control the information, and they didn't choose to give us information. That is the simplest reason why I was mad with them. When we flew southwest, we were delayed for three or four hours once. They were super open with us. They said, we're delayed three or four hours. It's because of the weather. And they they gave us vouchers for $100. Yeah, well, they told us, don't show up to the airport until this time. Yeah. They didn't say, show up at the normal time just in case we get up and running. No, they were, like, up front. And they were like, we're not taking off until 7 p.m. Don't come until then. Yep. And so we didn't. And it worked out fine. We got more time with family. And they gave us vouchers. And they gave us $100 vouchers. vouchers. Yeah, for something that like wasn't even an inconvenience to us. Yeah. But this was a major inconvenience. And, and we got nothing. And we're still waiting except to hear some cold ass them. pizza. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm sorry if I'm getting heated <laughs> over this, but it was just poor. So we went to Jacksonville. <sighs> we got there at three in the morning. Three a.m. Because the the Amtrak station is about twenty minutes away from my parents' house. We roll in at three a.m. Um, my parents told us before that they wanted to go fishing in the morning, so we knew about it, but I don't think we were expecting, like, the magnitude of what was about to come. So my mom woke us up at, like, 4.30 in the morning. So We've was, had one hour of sleep. Yeah, about one, one hour. Z- one hour. Um, so we go fishing with them, like, we're just zombies for the entire day. My dad says, we're going to be out at 11 a.m. before it gets hot, don't worry. Well, first off, this is Florida, so it's hot the second you walk outside. Like, it was never not hot. It got hot around 7 (laughs) a.m. Yeah. So, at first, it's cool. Like, we see a bunch of dolphins. Like, there are a ton of jellyfish. Like, we're catching fish. Beautiful. Jacksonville is beautiful. But then it gets around noon, 1 o'clock, and, like, we're at, like, our breaking points. I am literally, when I'm around Esther's family, I'm a different person. I try to be super, uh, not, I try not to complain ever. I try to, like, keep my emotions out of things, but I literally told Esther, I'm at a breaking point. I think I was ready to have sunstroke. I have no sleep. I'm not (laughs) properly fed. I'm not, I don't have enough liquid in me. I'm sitting on a pier over a ocean in the middle of August in Florida when I live in Buffalo. Yeah. I live in an area where it just doesn't get this hot. It's about 97 degrees on this bridge. This bridge is over water with pure sunlight. I mean, you're asking... For heat exhaustion. 
Yeah, so there's no shade anywhere. So we, like, go for a walk, go sit under the bridge, like, cool down a little bit. And finally, at, like, 2, I'm, like, I go to my dad because I know he has a sweet spot for me. I'm, like, can we please leave? You said we would leave three hours ago and we're still here. And yeah. he was, like, yes, we can. And that was, like... A heaven sent answer, but of course everyone was still like, I don't know what it is about my family. I think they they it's like an addiction thing. Like I think it's the same thing as like when you're gambling and you're like, oh well, if I just like play one more time, maybe I'll hit big. So everybody's like super obsessed with like catching the big fish of the day, you know, and yeah. like I just don't. And they get were catching it. fish. They ended up catching about forty fish. You, yeah. me, and Esther caught a couple of fish. It's just like so excessive. <sighs> like they have a freezer full of fish. They're going out every Monday morning to it's go fun. fishing. I like fishing for three hours. <laughs> three hours is like my maximum. I'm sorry. Maybe that makes me a millennial who has bad attention span. But I just can't fish that long. Unless it's beautiful outside, unless it's 70 degrees, I can't fish for 10 yeah. hours. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we were out there for eight or so hours. Anyway, so we finally leave. We go back. <laughs> we don't know. I don't want to get into, like, how awful my family was. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got about a 20-minute power nap. Yeah, and then it was just, like, go, go, go. And, like, luckily my parents are, like, really easygoing, so we were able to nap pretty frequently for the rest of the week that we were there. Yeah, Esther's parents were very nice to us on Tuesday and Wednesday. We were just lazy blobs. We did nothing for two days. Yeah, and it it's, was like, great. it's, like, that first day of, like, total exhaustion and just, like, waiting in the airport, that like, on Saturday, or on Friday. Like, it was just, it killed us. Like, we had no energy. I, for, like, I don't think... I don't think it was like a physical thing. If if you can imagine this, and I think people who do long travel who have, um, what what do they call it the, the hangover with flying? What is it called? Jet, jet lag. lag. Yeah. Oh, I don't different. think we had jet lag. I think we had like emotion lag. Like we <laughs> we just went through so many emotions on Friday. It burnt us out, and then Saturday came, and. We went through the emotions again, and then we we got to see our friends, and we stayed up late, and we we had a couple of drinks, you know, like we didn't have time to catch up on sleep. And then Sunday came, and then the emotions came through again. We get stuck on a train for three hours, and it's like your body can only handle so much like letdown, like I, you know what I mean. I don't mean to be like whiny, but like I I was equivalent like when we left the airport. I told Esther, I go, this is what it feels like when the Bills lose a big game. You're just, like, exhausted, and you're upset, and you're like, I didn't do anything, but my brain, my brain went overboard. I thought too much. We had so many options, and we ended up doing nothing. Yeah, and I feel feel like we were both, like, pretty bummed out that we, like... We just missed our missed, own party. Yeah, we just missed out on so much. Like, because my brothers took, like, all this time off to, like, hang out with us. And we weren't even there for, like, the whole weekend. Yeah. Like, we didn't even get back until Sunday night at, like, 3 a.m. Like Which is Monday. We got in Monday. Yeah, we got in on Monday. So, it's like we just missed out on so much. And it was so exhausting. Yeah. But, luckily, like we said at the beginning of the podcast, our friends and our family really came through. Um, they were all really good to us, you know, minus the fishing trip. Everything was great. Um, seriously, like Esther's parents were really nice to us. And we got to eat some great food. Um, then on Wednesday, Esther, what happened Wednesday? Because you think this is the end of our our, uh, our complaint fest. It's not. It's not. It's not. Hey, JetBlue, get ready for round two. Okay, so our flight 
takes off at 7 p.m. to get back at like 1 in the morning or something crazy like that. Um, and I get an email at 11.30 that morning saying our flight was canceled. There's nothing about delays. Like Jeff was in the shower. I just checked my phone just to be sure and I get an email that it's canceled. And I have to, like, sit there and, like, figure out the best way to tell Jeff where he won't freak out. (laughs) And so he just gets out of the shower and is, like, all, like, fresh and ready to travel. And I'm like, our flight was canceled. (laughs) And and to be honest, I don't know how I took it. But, man, it was soul-crushing. Yeah, well, you were like, I'm going to go outside to make a call. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, like, just needed to get away from Esther's parents and, and Esther, really. I just needed, like, I just couldn't believe it. First, I had to call work and tell them, I'm missing another day of work. Then I had to, like, call the family and my mom was watching our cat. Just crazy. Yeah. And JetBlue decided to book us on another layover flight. This time, they wanted to move us from Wednesday to Thursday, then from Jacksonville to Fort Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale to Buffalo. And I said, no way, I'm not getting on another layover flight. I don't trust you. And the lady on the phone was like, what do you mean? I go, I don't trust your airline. It's not going to happen. I'm going to get stuck in Fort Lauderdale. I'm going to miss another day of work. I said, I need to be on a direct flight. Get us on a direct flight. The lady was so nice. I don't know. She's from Mississippi or something. We were talking and I just told her, I go, you know, not for nothing. I missed my wedding reception because of your airline. This has been a nightmare trip. I'm going to miss another day of work. I'm starting a new job and I'm missing all my training. This is a nightmare. And, you know, she sympathized with me and I said, I know it's not your fault and I know you don't control the weather. Um, I'm just asking you, is there any way to get me home? Can you fly me direct to Rochester or Syracuse or Pittsburgh or Toronto? I don't care. Just fly me somewhere near Western New York. Get me home so I can go to work. She said, no, you're going to miss another day. But, I have a direct flight from Orlando to Buffalo. We said, get us on that flight. She got us on a flight from Orlando back to Buffalo on Thursday this time. And Esther's parents had to drive us three hours from Jacksonville to Orlando because it's the only way to go home. We fl- we had a trip from Buffalo to Jacksonville. And we ended up flying from Buffalo to Orlando. Orlando back to Buffalo. Even though our destination was never Orlando. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Such a waste. JetBlue did not compensate us any money. They didn't do anything. (sighs) (laughs) We we typed up an email, about 4,000 letters. Their email doesn't exceed (laughs) 1,000. We had to trim it down 3,000 letters. How do you explain everything we just talked about in this podcast to JetBlue? And you know what? It's going to fall on deaf ears, and they're probably not going to compensate us. And you know what? I don't even care if they compensate us anymore. I just want to tell everybody out there that JetBlue may be good, and they may be cheap, and they may have little TVs. But man, their customer service, besides that one lady, besides the one lady in the Buffalo airport, I'm sorry, we forgot your name. We asked it twice, and you told us twice, but we forgot. We were in such a daze. Besides her, JetBlue was just an utter letdown. True, truly a huge letdown. I know they don't control the weather, and that's what they told us 40 times. But the lack of information, the way they told us, the way they had us hanging around for nine hours, 
the way that they canceled our other flight 12 hours early, but the other flight they didn't cancel till after we waited 12 hours is just ridiculous. Um, I would really advise anyone to never fly with them. Or if you do, just fly a direct flight. Fly direct. That is maybe the moral of the story. Don't ever take layovers anymore. There's no point in taking a layover. You're just risking it. Yeah, and I think that's just what we're going to do. We're either going to fly to Orlando direct or we're going to like fly on the weird days that Frontier goes to Jacksonville direct. Yeah. We're just not going to mess around with it anymore. It's not worth it. But what's so funny is that we have literally never had bad luck traveling before. Like, everything always turns out. Like, no matter... Like, even if it's a small hiccup, it fixes itself, and we've never had to deal with anything. Yeah, like or even before. when I've had bad weather. Like, when I explained my trip from Pittsburgh in a blizzard. Yeah. I still got home. It took me an extra six hours, but I still made it home. I lost six hours of sleep, but I still made it home. I still went to work the next day. Mm-hmm. JetBlue lost us two whole days. Two whole days we can never get back. Two whole Friday days and, and Wednesday. Two whole days and a wedding reception. <laughs> two whole days and a wedding reception that we lost. We can never get back. And that PTO time we lost, we'll never get it back. I went back to work and everyone asked how the trip was. And I, I have to say it was, a, it, was, it was a waste. Yeah, like if we had just planned it differently or no you're blaming you for something that you didn't do wrong it's just jet blue wasted two of our lives two of our lives two of our days yeah. two of our days of our life we'll never get back because of jet blue but guess what in the end of in the end of it we still got to see our friends we still got to see our family we still had a good time while we were in florida we don't hate florida we'll still continue to go to florida but man when things let you down <laughs> We don't have a Q&A this week, Esther, do we? No, we don't really have anything. This was just an episode to complain about JetBlue, yeah. basically. Guess what? what? We made it to episode 10. We made it. 10 episodes. 10 episodes. Yeah, there two was a week a delay. Um, two and a half months. Thank you guys for listening. We see all the listens. You guys are great. To all the friends and family listening, to all the people we don't know listening, we love it. Share our Facebook page or my Instagram. My Instagram is my full name, Jeffrey Sears and Esther puts the link in the description. Uh, a couple weeks ago, you guys did a poll and Toronto won. We're going to try to get to Toronto as soon as possible. If not this weekend, maybe the weekend after we'll be in Toronto. Uh, we also have plans to go to the Adirondacks coming up. We have a lot of trips in the near future. We're thinking maybe... Boston. Boston. We have a plan. Ha! Boston. <laughs> we no. We have a. We have an idea of maybe going to Boston soon, seeing some friends there, driving or or taking the train maybe. Yeah, maybe um, the train. Maybe That'll the train. Fun. The train won't let us down like the airplane will. <laughs> um, I mean, it might, but. But at least it'll be comfortable. <laughs> if they let us down, it'll be comfortable. Yeah. So, Esther, do you have anything to add? Um. No, not really. If you want to leave us a voicemail, go on the Anchor app, record a voicemail to the Esther and Jeff podcast. We will play it in the next podcast. We will answer your questions. If you have other questions, go ahead and go on the Facebook page and leave us a question. We will answer it live on the next podcast. We love you guys. Thank you for the listens. We'll be back next week on schedule, we promise. (laughs) Um, And next week hopefully won't be so complainy. No, it definitely won't. Yeah. Don't fly JetBlue. We love you. (laughs) See you next week. Do whatever you want. Bye. Bye.